0: miller this is art class and it's about to begin please take your seats this is the lake forest podcast
1: welcome to the lake forest podcast a podcast about the lovely city of lake forest featuring topics like local news sports music people and food my name is pete and i also live in lake forest we have a sponsor for the show neuro noodle get a doodle of your noodle now that we're starting to get back in live sports your kids get a physical right Well, they should also get a brain map, too, so they have a baseline to compare it to in case something happens. Let's get your kids back on the field. Visit NeuroNoodle.com. Okay, one of the goals of the podcast is to educate our listeners on Lake Forest. And who better to educate us on Lake Forest history than THE Arthur Miller, author of Lake Forest Estates, People, and Culture. Co-author, as you said, Arthur. Let's chat with Arthur and see what he has in store for us today. Arthur, welcome back on the show. Long time no see.
0: Yes, thank you very much. Happy to be here. And uh, thank you for the great introduction. Um, I'm historic myself. So yeah. I mostly represent a lot of Lake Forest history just by being here for a half a century. So uh, <laughs> happy to share here. 50 plus years, it. yep. Yeah, happy to
1: share well, it. Well, Arthur, we had you on Friday talking about the library plans, and I was so caught, so caught up in the show. I'm looking over at this book on my coffee table. I'm like, wait a minute. That's the guy who was just on the show, Arthur, Arthur Miller. I'm like, wait a minute. We got to get into this a little bit more. Arthur, how how long have you been doing history? You were at the Lake Forest College. Please give a little bit more background. We didn't do you justice on the last show.
0: Well, okay, so I've been uh, in Lake Forest for about a half a century. I I retired in 2013 from being the archivist and the librarian for special collections at Lake Forest College. Um, Worked with a lot of students and faculty to help them use historical materials, primary sources to investigate and learn research methods. And uh, did that, um, and in the, along in the process, I did lots of uh, exploring of local history because in the 70s and 80s, especially uh, the first generation of the builders of the really nice David Adler houses, Howard Van Doren Shaw houses and all, <clears throat> they were um, passing away or they were moving into retirement homes, like I've just done. And okay. so I would go over to look through the books, or if they weren't as timely, I would go over right after The Undertaker to look at the books and um, got to see through the kinds of things that they had. And in these big old houses that, that, that are all over town, they would put stuff in the attic and they for generations might not pull it out you know so i remember going into one house where there was stuff with a big ribbon tied around it it was there there's things that they had collected their souvenirs from the 1893 world's fair still up there just like they'd put them in there in 1893 the fall so i mean you see things like that there were little time capsules all over the town and a lot of those books worked their way into Lake Forest College Library, and people are still using them, coming in to use them. So that was how I got to know the town, um, was seeing all these places, seeing all the um, the way people had built up their collections and all.
1: No, no, where are you? Where are you originally from?
0: I'm from the other side of the lake, <clears throat> from the Michigan side.
1: Okay, got
0: it. Came to Chicago for grad school and have stayed. All along the the, the shoreline, um, downtown Chicago, near North Side, uh, Hyde Park, um, Evanston, Lake Forest. I now live uh, at Lake Forest Place, a retirement home. It's the farthest from the lake I've lived in over a half century. So,
1: <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> you know we're trying to get somebody from uh, Lake Forest Place to come on. That's another hidden gem over there real, yeah, real a lot nice of people place. with a lot of
0: knowledge and everything about <clears throat> about the town sure lots of hands okay.
1: on, on. now that book it's on my coffee table uh who did you write that with and how did that come about just going through attics and whatnot putting things together how did it start how'd you get the idea to do it
0: well as i say i was working in the colleges lake forest college archives so i did a lot of things with other people um you kind of you've probably read Tom Sawyer where he paints the white fence and he would, he would paint just enough fence to get other people interested and they would do all the work, you know, and that was, (laughs) (laughs) that was my approach to authorship. I would, I would prime the pump, help people get going on their books. Um, I think the one you're talking about, Lake Forest, Estates, People and Culture, right. um, That one grew out of somebody who was helping us at the college. We were writing our first history of Lake Forest College, which was founded back in the 1850s, but it didn't have a really good didn't have a didn't have a published separate book history until 2000. And um, so Shirley Paddock, Shirley McDonald Paddock from here in town, helped us on that project. And um, we had so many pictures, and we had to sort through. We couldn't, if for the college history, we could only take. I think we took about 70 pictures that were just local, really but yeah. <laughs> and there were a whole bunch of outtakes, you know, that couldn't fit in. So we did this Lake Forest Estates, People and Culture book to suck up some of that stuff that was left over. Well, it's it's at a nice price point um, by Arcadia Publishing. Um, right. It's sold over 8,000 copies over the years. It's just a little quiet. It's a good executive summary history of Lake Forest. Um, the different aspects of it that uh, people <clears throat> maybe knew some of it, they did know some of it, they didn't know. But it's also got some great pictures. A lot of them came from Shirley; uh, she had them. A lot of them came from college archives that weren't specifically about the college. Um, sure. And so it just has it was it was the first history that had been out since the 1960s, kind of and that kind uh, of put it all into one story and it's kind of a it's not too formidable to tackle you know you don't have to go through footnotes right right
1: so oh, yeah. we'll, we'll put a link we'll put a link to the book uh in the podcast i mean i moved here three years ago and it's you know one of the first things i was given when i moved in
0: all here, right.
1: here. Super. seriously it's you know you go hey these are cool pictures And seriously, I'm staring at it. I'm like, oh, my God, what a dope dope I am. So, Art, I I, hopefully, now is it Art or Arthur? How would you like to be addressed on the show?
0: Anything that's not profane.
1: Okay. Well, I'll have to work on that, Art. (laughs) Art is good. Okay. Uh, Art is very good. Uh, I thought it would be cool if it's all, all right with you, you know, a city kid that's moved to Lake Forest that doesn't know enough about it needs a little learn a little bit more. I would think if it's possible once a week to hook up with you on here, you pick the topic and we just go through it and you you give us a little education and we share it with you know the listeners out there. Art, what do you think?
0: Well, I can try to do it. Um, and so, sounds like fun. The, um, the the thing is to maybe try to hook it into something that people are interested in at this time. You know, so some of it's kind of arcane, maybe that they wouldn't. Yeah. But if you, if I can hook it to something that people are um, noticing, you know, and wondering, like how, why is that?
1: Like you know, the traffic we, on Deer Path.
0: Well, there you go. See how many of us have cooled our heels, waiting in line for a, to sneak past a big old crane or something like that. Yeah. Uh, recently on Deer Path Road, and. Why does that make sense? I mean, what are why are we doing that? What is what's specific about that, and what's what can we figure out? Well, um, it's kind of rooted in Lake Forest geography, and it's also rooted in some of its uh, political background too. Yeah. So, uh, what 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 people probably don't realize is that that it is one of the things that appealed to people when they first came out in the 1850s to look at the place is that it was a very irregular terrain Um, it looked like um, because a lot of the Presbyterians that first settled here were from either New England or Scotland or maybe the Appalachian Mountains they were Scots-Irish and so they were not used to flat swampy places like Chicago yeah Um, they liked up and down and irregular places so it looked great to them from the start. So they, um, they settled on the east part of that, east of Green Bay Road. And if you, if you think about it, you'll probably notice it when you go around town. Um, if you live on the east side, if you live east of Green Bay Road, yeah. you're either um, you're right in between a ravine, between ravines on a high point, or you're in the bottom of the ravine, um, or along the sides of the ravine, everything all the water is flowing east into Lake Michigan from Green Bay Road. And sometimes, uh, depending on where your house is, it's flowing pretty fast. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And (laughs) through your basement, you know? So (laughs) it's it's really interesting terrain. And if you look at your lot, you can maybe see a difference of a couple of feet between the higher west side to the lower east side of your lot. So um, that's what goes on on the east side. Um, the west side of Green Bay Road is a whole different pattern. So all that water that goes from the east side goes into Lake Michigan. It flows through the lakes to the St. Lawrence River, and it goes out into the Atlantic, into the Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. On the west side of Green Bay Road, um, over by Deer Pass School or something like that, Rain yeah, yeah. falls, it lands, it goes down into the creek down by the public safety building, which is the Skokie River, or the east twig of the north branch of the Chicago River. And it flows yeah. down there into the Des Plaines River, then into the Illinois River, then into the Mississippi River, and it goes to the Gulf of Mexico. So it's interesting that we're what we are is Green Bay Road is the continental divide. Um huh. It's not exactly Colorado. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of the narrowest little stretches around the Great Lakes where you have the continental divide coming right up to it. I mean, the river flows so, the edge of the, the water flow into the lake is so narrow that it's unusual. So we know the big deep ravines on the east, but you have an interesting pattern on the west side because it's a series of, um, ridges or moraines made from clay and gravel left over when the glacial lake 10,000 years ago retreated from, um, retreated as it melted. And it left these sort of sandbar-like spaces. And then in between the sandbars, the waters sort of gently flows through what used to be swamps down toward the city. So um, all of our... North south, south roads sort of move along the um tops of these ridges for obvious reasons because they're they're clear pretty much all the year. You can get through. Um, yeah. and the people who built the early houses in Lake Forest, the big estates, the first big estates, they weren't dumb either. They built their houses houses on the high ground. So if you go along Awani Road, you'll see houses up on the right side of the road, Green Bay Road. Uh, One of the very first houses like this was the original Nguencia Country Club house. It was an old house, or it was a house that was bought by the Nguencia Club. And they used it, it was a big wooden house and they used it until they couldn't get fire insurance anymore. And then they built the present uh, Nguencia Club that's there. But that was the first one that would look out west across the sunset, to the sunsets across these ridges. Um, The golf course went down to the river Across the river um, and that was the, the beginning of it but then people went to the next ridges they went to Ridge Road which is out west um, and there was a big house there in 1905 um, that was built uh, for the King family the their their farm and then south of that later ones and because cars hit Lake Forest in about 1904 and so then everything moved out as soon as there were cars people moved out west and then they went out to Waukegan Road which uh first one house there was 1900 a smart real estate lady from Chicago bought the first estate there um 1900 and of course it's all real st- it's all lots and everything now Right houses uh later it was Melody Farm uh that was off of there so that was the setup and the thing was that all these roads were built up and they had fancy houses on. Now, along the trouble started, the political trouble with all this started in about a hundred years ago, 1920, 21, the Pennsylvania railroad couldn't go any farther beyond, they couldn't go beyond Chicago. They could only go to Chicago, but there was a new technical innovation that they had been noticing that was, was bigger and bigger trucks, the trucks in, 1915 or so, were about the size of a small SUV, but they were getting bigger, and so as better motors were coming along, so they thought, well, we could run trucks up and down to Milwaukee, and we could extend our freight business up to Milwaukee and back, and so, you know, Illinois has always been amenable to business, and down in Springfield, they got a law passed that they could build truck lane four lane truck routes on sheridan road and green bay road up through the north shore up to uh waukegan and on to kenosha and then to milwaukee well when this announcement came out about this plan um all the people that lived on sheridan road and green bay road um a number of them whom happened to be lawyers (laughs) thought you know maybe this isn't the best idea to have trucks rolling past my big fancy David Adler or um, any of these Howard Vendorn Shaw or lots of architects' houses. So they said, well, maybe we'll think of a way around this. So they organized. They organized in each community along the North Shore. They organized a property owners association. And then these property owner associations banded together to create the North shore property owners association. And they took on the, um, the the Pennsylvania railroad endeavoring to tie them up in legal issues as long as they possibly could. Um, They didn't want the trucks going, but of course, as the twenties went along, trucks kept coming and there was no place to put them. So um, the Republican presidents, um, Calvin Coolidge, Herbert Hoover, they weren't as big on infrastructure, but um, by 1933, 34, uh, they were getting organized about infrastructure under Franklin Delano Roosevelt to put people back to work. And they wanted to put a new road through to take care of these trucks. Well, all the good real estate for the roads had been taken by Waukegan Road, um, uh, Ridge Road and things like this. And so they didn't have a good high place to put this road. So they thought, well, we'll just put it in a Creek bed. Um, (laughs) Oops. It was just, nobody nobody wanted it. It was just vacant land. So they did, and it was a great idea. The trouble is that they ended up with these underpasses um, along the way in Lake Bluff and in Lake Forest. And it wasn't a huge problem. There was a little hospital before before that in 1936 or so when this road got built, the hospital was on the Lake Forest College campus. It was on the east side. And it was no trouble getting to it in any kind of conditions. Um, They moved the hospital 1942 west but still, it wasn't a big, a big problem. If you had a big emergency in Lake Forest, you probably call the undertaker rather than the hospital. You know, the ambulance. Yeah, yeah. Because they didn't have that good techniques for emergency care. So, um, but as time's gone by, you know, things have gotten better and better. Also, as we noticed, they announced this about a week or so ago. Rainfall is up uh in recent decades on the north on the north shore in our chicago area rain falls up so we're we're dealing with more big downpour rains and that thing gets flooded well if it gets flooded and um mr godalot's um the ceo of xyz corporation has a heart attack he doesn't want to be cooling his heels driving down to, you know, maybe over to Wesley right. Road, and then cross and up Waukegan. By that time, that's not good. And it just isn't a good idea. So to not have the east side cut off from the hospital, they decided they had to tackle that big problem they got there, um, that, that underpass. So even though it's inconvenient for most of us, it was a serious yeah. life-saving issue, life safety issue for the emergency vehicles. so then they got this idea that they would dig these ponds in the um golf course and pump the water over there when there's a storm they got a big pump they're building over there just south on the southeast corner of the highway and deer path and they're going to yeah. move the water to the northeast corner uh, two different locations so if you've Glanced as you waited. If you've glanced into these ponds, they're deep, they're very deep. So, if your ball goes in there and there's water in there, you don't want to go in there. First off, they're probably going to stock it with little babies from the Loch Ness Monster, so deep that you don't know what'll happen once you get in that water. There could be a huge pike that's going to grab you. Who knows? Um. But it, it it would be too deep to go down in there. So um, we're going to have these big ponds, and then we'll call them water features. Let's do that. Yes, yes, sounds yes, more yes. elegant, doesn't it? Sounds more like Yes, late it before. does. We'll call them right. water features, and um, so the water will get pumped in there. Other times it'll be kind of dry, um, and we're solving a problem. But all of us, when we're waiting there, it doesn't make much sense. We you know we know they're fixing the underpass, but the question would be, well is the cure worse than the disease? Um,
1: right.
0: Not really, because it's a, a life safety issue that they're doing it for. Not because I'm inconvenienced because I can't get across, you know, or I have to go around it. So it all has to do with lake forest geography, and which is pretty unusual. You think, okay, it's just lake forest. Um, what's interesting here? It's not the Rockies, you know? It's not right, the right. normal desert. It's not the Atlantic Ocean but we've got Lake Michigan, which is pretty high these days. We've got bluffs. We've got these deep ravines that were created probably when the Great lake, when the lake receded, that lake receded way back 10,000 years ago and is continuing to erode. Um, and then we've got these wonderful um, uh, ridges and, and river, riverlets going down toward the city. So it makes an interesting geography. And if you notice it when you're driving around, it makes it more fun.
1: You know, I never, never thought about it. I, I did hear that it took 10 years to make it happen. Is that true? It took a, was there a lot of politics involved? If it's like a life's, life or death issue, I would think politics would take a a, a, a backseat to that. No?
0: Well, I'm sure that, yes, I think that is. I don't know all the details of the politics. Yeah, but right, everything, right everything takes a lot of time everything gets reviewed by several different agencies we've got a city agency we've got a county agency we've got a state uh idot department we got feds you know in washington yeah um and i i think you know that's one of the problems that they talk about with all the bureaucracy that you know it's it, it takes a long time to get anything accomplished. And then you have to work it into the budget cycle. And yeah. there's probably a lot of people down in Springfield that think, um, gee, now how many people are voting Democratic in Lake Forest? Let me count.
1: one, right. two, right, 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 right. right. <laughs> You're taking a count, yeah.
0: You have to have a little clout and you have to work it, you know, but right. um, we're in an infrastructure cycle and this is um, good jobs, you know, uh, right. creating this work. And it is going to solve a big problem that um, needs to be solved for East Lake Forest to be able to get emergency care to the, to the hospital.
1: Are there any other overpass issues in Lake Forest besides uh, Deer Path and uh, 41 there?
0: Well, see, one of the problems is we have a railroad crossing issue. Oh. We don't have so many... <laughs> We need more underpasses or overpasses because we got railroad issues. Um, Yeah. If you go along, if you follow the um, forty-one, it goes under a tracks. You know, at
1: one point. Right, right.
0: You know, kind of, kind of does a little jog there. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's between that's between the two ridges at Awani Lane and at Ridge Road. That's where there's a little gap in the in the kind of sandbars, Um, and so there's there's a place where it does it but otherwise if you are going across town you can run into freight trains um and they're longer and longer um mm-hmm. and that's not new i mean lake forest was founded by the railroad i mean there wouldn't have been any lake forest here if there hadn't been the railroad go through in 1855 yeah so um people are upset that we got trains but um this is chicago that's what we got right we
1: got you don't have the trains you don't have like forests i mean you know
0: well you wouldn't have you you wouldn't have not only that but you wouldn't have the economic engine of all that freight passage which is creates a whole lot of jobs for people
1: Art, this is awesome i think we do this every week art what do you think
0: (laughs) well we gotta think of more topics and more things that uh, that link you know something to so it isn't just kind of out of the blue but it makes sense and everybody's everybody's sitting on on deer path wondering what's, yeah, what's what's going on what's going on and so it's a it's a question you know and so that's so we'll look for more questions
1: so well you well you know what our people don't know what they like till you present it to them you know sometimes so okay all right if you think all it's right. interesting i'll be here and we'll get it we'll get a couple listeners don't worry about it Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll see you again next week. We're proud to have you as part of this show. This is awesome. Great. I enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Super. All right. Thanks for listening to the Lake Forest Podcast. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash a like button on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let us know what you'd like to hear about on the upcoming shows. Again, I'm Pete, and I can be reached at Pete at lakeforestpodcast.com. The link will be in the podcast notes below. And on behalf of my history co-host, Arthur Miller, (laughs) we thank you for listening to the show. Cue the band.